eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show, and it's Friday, which means it's a Fransky Friday Scott. right here on the Midday Show. Scott Fransky joining us to talk to Phil's as the second half begins. And I hate doing it, Scott. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. So how did the break treat you, Scott? What you doing the break? So far, so good. I'm actually still on vacation, believe it or not. I'm in uh, the Finger Lakes up in New York. I went there a couple years ago, Scott. That is a, um, it's a, it's a really cool place. It's like, uh, it's it, it, it is gorgeous. The views over the lakes, obviously, all the wineries up there. It is awesome. Scott Fransky is calling, brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm. Well, Scott, we're excited to get the Phils back, and of course you back, when uh, when you come back this weekend. And it's a, Scott, it feels like a pretty big... Um, Start schedule-wise with the Phillies coming out of the break. They have the Padres, they have Milwaukee, and it's kind of an opportunity here for them to you know, earn tiebreakers over potential wildcard teams. They could also bury the Padres this weekend. If they somehow swept, they'd be, I think, 10 up on them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all important. Um, there's no doubt about it. And right now, because you have so many teams that uh, kind of jockey for position and they're trying to figure out they've got – you know, two and a half to three weeks to find out whether or not they're buyers or sellers at the deadline, whether they're really in the wild card race or not. So, I mean, out of the gate here to start the second half, I think for all teams, it's really important. And if you've got a leg up, if you can, if you can knock a team like San Diego uh, down and, and, and maybe even out, and then they start thinking about selling off their assets. And that's maybe one, you know, that's maybe potentially more, pickups that you can make or one less guy that um you know one less team you have to deal with down the stretch in terms of you know finding that i don't know that that pitcher or uh, corner outfielder that you want to pick up on the trade market you know what i mean yeah i hear exactly what you're talking about but scott like going into the second half of the season who do you say needs to get going right now so that the phillies can get going this offense can get going a little bit better i i mean i still think it's those guys that this team is still built on those five guys offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Schwarber, it's Turner, it's Harper. Um, obviously, Cassianos has had a great year so far. Um, and it's JT. 
it's those guys. Um, I mean, there's no doubt uh, they they need solid performances from from Wheeler and Nola, uh, and they need Ranger to keep going. And you know, I mean, the starting pitching is there, but I, I think more than anything, it's the offense. Um, and to me, so much of it is the two guys at the top, Schwarber and Turner, um, getting on, doing damage, creating situations. Uh, not only creating situations, also driving in runs, those kinds of things. I, I mean, I think, I think it's um, it's the it's go time for those dudes. Well, it needs to be, and they certainly had their moments, each of them, and and gotten hot at sure. times. But but they need more and more consistent uh, production on those guys. Talking to Scott Fransky here on a Fransky Friday. Second half opens up tonight. Phillies and the Padres. Christopher Sanchez, you Darvish tonight at Citizens Bank Park. Um, Scott, last week, I mean, it was a. Interesting end to the first half. So they lose two out of three in Miami. That was disappointing. But that race series, Scott, that that was the first time all year where it, it felt intense. It felt like, man, they could compete with anyone. That I think that was the height of how people felt about this particular team this year. What, what was that atmosphere like calling those games against you know a team that's been the best in the American League so far this season? You know, it was way better than I expected in terms of atmosphere. I didn't realize that so many Phillies fans would turn out, um, and and they really did. And you know, you hear, you know, we've we've been there before. Obviously, the World Series is a different animal, but uh, even in the regular season, it's just you know, it's a building that you kind of have to sometimes create your own energy. Phillies fans were loud, uh, and they were making noise the whole time. The ones who made the trip down there, uh, or were there locally, you know, uh, folks who might live down there. But uh, the way they played, you know, against a, a really good club uh, on the road um, and to beat them on their turf where not many people have done that this year. And they did it in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, they win it. You know, they get an extra inning win. They have a convincing win. They have, you know, a late win. I mean, they, they did it in a number of different ways. They did it with pitching. They did it with offense. Um, and I think that was one of those series where you look at it and you say, all right, th- I mean, this team can play with anybody. Now, whether they can do that consistently week in and week out, I think we're still waiting to see that, you know. But again, over the last month, you know, five, six weeks since the start of June, they've been really, really good. Um, and if they keep that up, I think they'll find themselves in the playoffs. You know, this is this is Jose Alvarado's second stint on the IL, yeah. IL with that elbow injury. Is there any reason to be concerned about that? I mean, I think there's always concern. I, you know, I think anytime you then then also anytime you have a, a recurrence, you know, if there's a second uh, worry about it, then you might be even more cautious the next time you you get ready to bring him back. Mm-hmm. So it could be that the stay is longer. I don't know. And again, you know, sort of being separated from the team here. Um, during the break and and uh, and whatnot, I, I don't know really, you know, inside what the level of concern might be. But I think it's always, you know, he's such a huge part of their bullpen. It's been a great bullpen, but he's a big, big part of it. And um, uh, I think I think it just makes you even more cautious the next time you you think you might be ready to activate him. Speaking of the bullpen, Scott, and you're right, he is a big part of it. A, a guy that is bigger and better a part of this pen than I anticipated when they signed him, and it kind of hit me just watching him close out the All-Star game, is yeah. Craig Kimbrell. And, and Scott, I, I, I don't know if you've thought about this or, or you guys have mentioned it, his career is really interesting. We're at the point now, it, this was his ninth All-Star appearance, and you look at all the lists of pitchers that have made nine All-Star appearances, they're all in the Hall of Fame, or Verlander and Kershaw, they're going to go one day. 
Um, he's been a revelation for them. I, I I didn't expect this, Scott, based on just the kind of the trajectory of his career. It seemed like it was going down, but the Phillies uh, obviously thought, saw something, and, and he's back again. Yeah, and I mean, it, I think admittedly, if you if you ask the Phillies, maybe they think the same way. They did. They weren't sure exactly what they were going to get, and weren't sure. They didn't know that there there was still this left, you know. And and again, I I think if you look at Craig's numbers over the last you know three or four years, he's had some you know first half, second half kind of changeovers. You know what I mean? Like um, he he's had some ups and downs. There's no doubt. Now I think the Phillies have been very cognizant of of his workload because I do think there's the thought that he's a little bit better with a little more rest. Uh, his velocity jumps, but to me, the velocity is one thing, but his command, which I didn't think was that great early on, his command has been really, really good, really since you know early May, um, and and he's been an anchor, he's been a rock at the back end. Nothing phases him. Uh, he's seen it all, uh, good and bad. Um, so I think he's a. You know, when he's going well, he's really a perfect guy to build a bullpen around because because of his demeanor and his ability and his uh, his track record, all those things. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're talking to Scott Fransky to Fransky Friday. Second half opus tonight for the Phillies. Scott, um, you probably saw the news. If you haven't, we'll tell you right now as the Phillies made a roster move this morning. Johan yeah. Rojas coming up. Uh, Pache has an el- some elbow irritation. H- have you seen him in spring training over the years? W- what's your thought? I mean, it's... I don't imagine it's a giant role, but it's 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 interesting. He's one of their best prospects, and I I didn't know we would see him this season. Yeah, well, you're going to see a guy when he's out there that's as good defensively uh, as anybody, really, as any glove in the organization, and, and that includes Pache. I mean, they really, really think he's he's got some ability. He's also got unbelievable base stealing ability, uh, so that could be something that comes into play. Now, again, his offensive numbers kind of a breakout year for him. He's he looks really good. He's always been a real toolsy player that, um, that you know, is kind of wiry, uh, still growing into his body. And, again, each spring we've seen him, he's you know, seems a little bit thicker, a little bit more grown up, if you will. Um, and, you know, he's putting up numbers. It is, you know, Redding is a, you know, where he started was a you know, place that you can put up some offensive numbers. But um, I think, number one, when you call a guy up like that, you want to say, hey, go catch the ball. That That's your number one job, go catch the ball. And he will do that. He will do that very well. Scott, let's end with this. We were having some fun earlier playing some of the audio. Obviously, uh, Bedlam at the Bank and all those great moments last time the Padres were here in Philadelphia. But we played a, a home run and a call from you of, of Reese Hoskins' home run in Game 4. I feel like that game almost gets lost in the shuffle a little bit of, of the uh, the memories of the postseason. So take us back to that game, that Saturday night game, Game 4 against the Padres, because – for my memory, it started off very poorly. Falter did not do well against the Padres in the first inning. It just my first thought was like, "All right, it's going to be a two-two series." And then the Phillies bats just exploded that night. Yeah, uh, that was a huge. 
you always talk about the answer. You know, a team jumps out to an early lead. The Phillies wasted no time in answering back. And Reese, you know, with the two-run homer, I guess, in the first, and then he hit another one, right? They're both two-run homers. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we we talk a lot about Bryce and the kind of October he had, and rightly so. But Reese authored some of the biggest moments and the most important moments of that playoff as well, uh, whether it was the one against Atlanta or those two that, that particular night against uh, San Diego. So he might have gotten overshadowed a little bit. But, uh, but, yeah, I thought it was really a big deal for them to come back and answer with something right away and, and, uh, and kind of set the tone that, hey, it's not going to be a 2-2 series necessarily. Uh, we're not going to go quietly just because our starter had a bad day and theirs had a real bad day as well. That like, was the Clevenger game, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he couldn't get out of the first. So, uh, yeah, you know, Reese is um, – I'm a, I'm always been a Reese fan, and those moments certainly uh, to me are as big as any that um, – anybody authored in the postseason yeah he was red hot during that stretch of october scott we always appreciate hopping on for our fransky fridays enjoy the final day of vacation and uh we're excited to hear you again when you're back in philadelphia thank you scott appreciate you see you guys talk to you next week there we go scott fransky who's getting ready to to make his way back yeah the phillies have a double header tomorrow here like they play four against the padres this weekend they don't have many ske- – this is the first scheduled doubleheader I can remember in a long time. I mean, like, they happen, right, because mm-hmm. of rain outs and they have to fit the games in. That I mean, happens every year. This is the first time I can remember in a long time. Like, this was on the schedule. They just put two games on tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be a good Saturday. It's going to be a great Saturday. Great Saturday. So I think it's 1 o'clock and 7 tomorrow is the uh, the doubleheader time. So, yes, Phillies-Padres back. We're excited to hear Scott again on the call. All right, 